Hello again, friends, and you are my friends, and welcome back to the third and final installment of the Match Day Ticket Live coverage versus Fulham. It is your full-time show, and I say it's your full-time show. I truly mean it, guys. Everyone on this show is a town fan, no Millwall, no Leeds, no indifference, not here. This is your platform to have your say, so get involved. We want to see you in the chat. Uh, the chat section leave your comments on today's game can you review today's game in three words or less without using the word um that is normally associated with pony uh you know what because uh, it wasn't a great game let's be brutally honest but of course you can also have your say live on the show just like i'm doing here and like steve and Neil will be doing very shortly come on the show just ask for the link in the chat box and I'll make sure you get it and I'll make sure you are able to come on and have your say, your full-time show. So yes, sadly, or is it sadly, as the new gardener suggests, that's midweek clear and you're absolutely spot on. So I'm going to be honest, as I said in my video on Twitter, that was absolutely rubbish, Steve. Absolutely rubbish. I don't agree. I think it was all right. I mean, we lost, which isn't great, but we didn't disgrace ourselves, and they're uh, ourselves, and they're, yeah, they're a good side. So that's how, that, that does my head in. We didn't disgrace ourselves. Like, you played all right. It was a few stupid errors, but did we have a shot on target? No. So I mean, so did we play all right? I mean, self-respect in tat MW. I suppose Nick Muller got it wrong. Nil. That was rubbish, right? Yeah. <laughs> Finally, some sanity to be seen. So, Neil... mine when you said we didn't have a shot, Edwards at the end there got a first shot on target. My mistake. I fell asleep. Sorry, I was I was caught watching Corey because you know that was so much better than what I saw this evening. So let's talk us through that second half then, Neil. What 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 didn't quite get going from Town's point of view? I'm not anything. really sure, to be honest. Anything and everything, let's be honest. Let's be brutally honest. David Cornell, first and foremost, let's pick him out. We'll start from the back to the front. Great bit of goalkeeping. Eric Clack. Double, double saves. Yeah, Eric Clack is still driving home. Uh, <laughs> keeper, I love that joke. It's not going to get old with me. Uh, keeper played well. As you say, Neil, double saves. Talk to me about David Cornell. What did he do right for you tonight? Well, like I say, that double save, uh, the shot that they had from range that he didn't spill. He actually kept hold of it which is nice to see these days. Um, yeah, uh, good long-range passing. Yeah, long-range passing. Look, look, I it, would it, say it, that would Holy normally go for more of a throw or pass to the defenders? And Cornell basically, yeah, he didn't do any of that. He just decided, right, I'm going to aim for the wingers. Yeah, um, Steve? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he did all right tonight. There was not, not really a lot of chance for him keeping that goal out, but the he didn't spill that shot, which is great. That double save was fantastic. I honestly thought that was going to be 2-0 then. Not when I messaged you. I thought, that's it, 2-0. Oh, okay. Two saves, nice yeah. one. Um, yeah, you so, messaged me, didn't you? You said you said you'd lost your lunch. Yeah, just a <laughs> bit. Um, so, yeah, but to be fair, he, he didn't have a bad game, really. So. Yeah. No, no, he didn't. Uh, got some comments coming in. Uh, Adam, town play well enough to nice and that nice seed downs, put some flying tackles in. We'll cover him very shortly. Bill, boring, boring, boring. We didn't put him out to win. If we did, while this person on the bench, Lamas lucky dips start dip starts again. Uh, Lee Brown, what do you expect against Premier League sides? And I've got Emerson Fairweather 
Now this is now that is done. It can be focused on the real job of hand of trying to get out of the league. And Johnny Duncan, I don't think we played okay. No, sorry, I actually think we played okay. How many shots on target do we normally get against League One opponents, Martin? I don't. Well, more than well, well, we, we, we have gone through League games probably without one or two on target. That is correct. What I'm, I'm not right. You're not right. No one's right. No one's wrong. We're all entitled to our own opinions. And I want to hear from you. And this is your part of the show to, to try to tell us what you're thinking. I just wanted a little bit more from my side tonight. I wanted, yes, the, the odds are stacked against you. But even in a heavily weighted contest, boxing, for example, you get a jab in. You get something in that maybe, you know, gets the fella <coughs> rocking on his toes. At any point tonight, Neil, did Fulham look anything but in control? Easy. It was, wasn't it? I mean, do you think Norwood actually gave us less up top than Hawkins did? Because I just saw him running around. He turned around and our team was playing so deep. They were just happy to let four or five of their players just punt it around to each other and, yeah, waited for him to attack. And like yeah. I say, Norwood would chase someone down. He'd turn around and there'd be no one anywhere near him. Like he was on a completely different game plan to everyone else. Andrew spot on. A bit like McCarthy days. Um, I don't know. Steve, talk to me about James Norwood. He came on in that second half, obviously maybe lacking a bit of match fitness. Personally, I thought he had a lot. I, he added a lot more than Ollie Hawkins. How did you see things? Um, yeah, he's given a few more games when he's sort of back up to match fitness and he probably offered more, but... I think I, I felt more comfortable having him up front than Ollie Hawkins. Maybe it's because we haven't seen Ollie, Ollie Hawkins so much, but um, he didn't do a, a great deal tonight, but neither did Hawkins. So. No. As, as, as games go for Hawkins, Neil, are you saying Hawkins was, was, was better than Norwood or are you saying that Norwood just didn't offer what you would normally expect from James Norwood? I just don't think the team as a whole was was good enough to... Because it comes down to... I was thinking, when we say Norwood needs at least a couple of chances to score a goal, this was going to be a one chance. You know, if you score it, you're in for penalties. If you don't, then you lost it. And for me, was Norwood likely to get that one chance and score it if he had it? But... I. Oh, to answer Hawkins, your question, though, I don't think either really gave no, us enough. But I, I, I'm not relishing a year with that attack. I'm not going to lie. There was nothing today that made me hang my hat and say, I'm really pleased we've got these players at the club or we brought them to the club in some cases. Uh, I'm trying to be a polite way of saying I wasn't very impressed with certain individual performances <laughs> in a roundabout way. I just didn't see anything, Steve, from from players at the top there particularly. Armando Dobra is one of them, actually, come to think of it. He didn't make a claim. Uh, you know, many fans say, play Dobra, play Dobra, play Dobra. But yes, Premier League opposition, I get it. But then again, you've got to look at least, at least a little bit of a player, haven't you? Yeah, um, with Zobra, it was a good opportunity for him. Tough opponents, but a good opportunity for him to really stake a claim for that shirt. Uh, he may not have done that, but I think he was one of the better players on the side. It's good for him to get 90 minutes under his belt as well, because uh, I thought he would be one of the first players off, to be honest. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, there wasn't really a player on the pitch where I thought, yeah, him, he had a, a great game. They were all sort of just there. Yeah, I think that's a great way of something like that second half, don't you, Neil? I'd say Edwards was okay. 
Why? And Downs, when he came on, uh, Edwards was the only one that actually looked like he could get a good touch, take a man on, and and could actually... He was crossing, even though not many of them were actually very good crosses. He was the only one really getting a cross in. Uh, as you say, Dobra down the other side, he just he wasn't able to, to do enough. He was nullified fairly fairly easily. Uh, Waters, uh, JJK. Edward's going to be a star man for me this season. I think he's got a lot more to offer. Over on Facebook, Adam Norwood looked, in, looked frustrated with the hoof balls we were sending in his direction. Yeah, we did lo- lose a little bit of pattern of play when Nord came on. Uh, obviously, Waters Hawkins there... Hawkins held up the ball easier than uh, Norwood did. He just... But his touch... His, wo- his touch today, I don't know if it's in general, was woeful. It would hit him and bounce about four foot away from him. It was like, it was like, it was like kicking a ball against the wall. He did struggle. Mm, I don't know. I, I didn't really see that as much. Watch the game closely next time, Neil. Uh, <laughs> Steve. Yeah, but there was that one that came down and he held the defender off and he got it under control. He then laid it off to Dobra or Edwards, whoever was out that side. And then there was the one over the far side that he, he got it under control. Maybe I'm being I, too I, harsh. Maybe I'm being too harsh. Maybe, maybe, maybe I just expected a little bit too much. I don't know. Maybe I'm being like Matt Phillips tonight. Maybe I'm having a, a Matt Phillips moment. You know, he had a meltdown after, after, after Arsenal under-21s. I'm not saying I'm, I'm the cruncher here, seeing better control from a baby elephant than Hawkins. <laughs> I mean, I'm not having a meltdown. I'm just disappointed because we just didn't, we, we appeared powder puff. It was like, I think Andrew hit the nail on the head there, really. It was like watching a McCarthy side. Now you expect the golf is huge. You know, it's much closer than it was on the McCarthy. But we've seen giant killings in the cup before, and you only get giant killings by going at teams. At any point of the game today, Steve, did you feel like we'd taken the handbrake off and kind of gone for it? There was at no point in the game I thought we could actually make something of this um, because they're getting themselves in a good position, and then nine times out of ten, they'd pass it back or they'd take too long and they'd give Fulham a chance to get back in position again. If we caught them out, we didn't do anything with it. I think, yeah. What Mark was saying, Dazelle looks probably one of the better ones on the team again today. I don't know why he got um, subbed off. Was that to save him for, for our next match, for the league match? Or I hope so. Because you know what Ipswich Town's like? It's like, oh yeah, he just picks up a knock and it turns out he's got like a shattered leg or something for the next game. But it's, there's yeah, at no point today did I, did I, I sort of think, oh yeah, we could, we could have him here. You know, it was... Yeah. It, it was poor. Rob Davies, so poor. We never created a chance, never pressed, never wanted it. So easy to beat. Never have a way back from one nil down. Neil was has a one nil um one nil scoring ever ever looked more like a mountain to climb than that one. Well, I, I agree with some things, but I would say we were especially when Downs came on, we, we were dogged. We got stuck in. I I don't really see that we had done anything particularly wrong in that way of things but we never like you say we never really went for the game no but then is it the the golf between the two teams looked absolutely huge i'm almost on the side of here thinking do we actually want to get our league one because are we ever going to be good enough to compete with some of these teams well but you you, you can't um you can't think like that for first and foremost obviously you never know what happens window to window 
is, is today... I know what happens window to window, well, mine. Yeah, so do we. I know. Don't please. I can't afford a slander case in the, in the libel courts. Um, don't say any more. Um, is today more of a sign, actually, of what we all knew all along? This club lacks quality. This, low, this Definitely. club really lacks yeah. the cutting edge up, you know, up the front. Steve. If if we or had gone for for this game, then basically it would be as people pre-match said, you'd be looking at your four nils, five nils, because we would have just been so exposed at the back. There's there's a lot of potential with that team, um, but there's also some players who I think are never really going to cut it. I mean, Kenlock being one of them, Danassian being another one. Um, a lot of potential talent, but the uh, simple yeah. passes out wide to them, and they just mm. didn't even touch them, and they went off for throw-ins. So yeah, simple, basic stuff here, boys. Uh, Kenlock getting caught out time and time again. Uh, Danassian, d- he did well to to get rid of that ball in his own box as well, because he he did make a mistake, and it was it was quite a chance for Fulham. He did well to rescue that, but um, yeah, the golfing class was obvious. Yeah, but expected. And I keep coming back because I'm seeing comments coming through. Um, and I'll just run through some. Did that Judge you... add anything for you? Because I didn't see anything decent from Judge when he came on. No, he no. did not. No, Alan Judge didn't didn't change the game at all for me. You know, and that's no. a disappointment, right? Because he is a player of current international class. So for the stat before the game that I read out, re Stuart Watson. Yeah, okay, you've got players like the Nassian who came from Aquitan, but Alan Judge is supposed to be one of your principal game changers. Mm. Did he change? I'm not it? sure he's actually. If he ever does that once this season, I think I need to eat my hat, but I just can't see it. Has he just lost another yard of pace? And his touch, and that when you were on about, you know, poor touches and things, I just remember the bit of head tennis, and then he, I don't know if he shinned it or what, but he just gave it straight to him. The first Fulham player that was next to him, he basically just, just said, here you go, have it. And I was just thinking, a man of your calibre, and that is what you gave gave us. It's just terrible. Is that a sign of his, um, is, is that a sign of his quality, Steve, at his current moment in time? Um, I think it's it's weird because a player like him should be tearing it up at League One. You know, he's an international player. He's playing in the higher leagues. He should be fantastic, but he just doesn't seem to have it. And I don't know if that's a lack of game time or if there's an underlying thing, but he needs to be, when he's coming on as a sub, he needs to be changing the game and he needs to be turning the tide back in town's favour. He was one of the most experienced guys out there and he just added nothing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a few more comments. We've got uh, Mark Tuxford. I, I did show this one, but I kind of want to highlight it again for you, Neil. Edward started in fine form. If we continue to play the 4 3 3, he's Mark's first pick out wide. Is he your first pick out wide? Well, he did it last season as well when he was actually interested. He has these games where he's unstoppable. For League One, he, he's basically one of our best players we've got. Uh, move it as so we've got uh, MW come on 1 0 against a Premier League 11. We're an emerging team. Are was that a side an emerging side or was that more not of... for me, Steve? That should have emerged, <laughs> that should have already emerged <laughs> three years ago. But I appreciate the comment. I mean, I, I, I agree with the two lads here, but I, I mean, more than welcome to have your say. 
get involved in the chat or come online. Um, the thing is, the way we played, we almost accepted the 1-0. It was like, mm-hmm. yep, yeah, it's 1-0. And we're not actually interested in changing it otherwise. I, yeah, I think Rob says it here. Never gambled, never threw bodies forward. We didn't want to go for a giant killing. We didn't want to go for a scalp. We didn't want to go for it. I'm going to bring Johnny in, Steve, just to drop you out a second. Johnny, welcome into the live stream, my friend. Rob Davies there, never gambled, never threw bodies forward, didn't want it. What, what's your feeling following today's 1-0 defeat? <laughs> 2-0, That's you, you, you're being hopeful there. Can you hear me? I can. Loud and yeah. clear, my friend. Carry on. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on the fence with, um, I thought we played okay. And then I'm with you a little bit saying, well, actually, we could have done a bit more because it was generally like a lot of our reserves in there. And I think what Lambert was doing was saying, look, we know we've got one or two injuries, you know, we're drilling and you guys go out there and show me what you can give me and see if I can slip you in the team the weekend. Possibly. I don't know, but it didn't really do anything to stake claim. Um, Dobber disappointed me a little bit. I think he was full of running, but I think he just, um, he got tired in the end yeah. and he was just being muscled out of it by a lot more experienced players. And um, I think Enciala again, for me, he showed signs of he's, um, when he's confident, and, he, and he's really up for it. And obviously, given the armband and I thought, oh, well, I'm back in here. This is lovely. He goes to win the ball. He wants to win it. He wants to get to it first, 100%. And he gets caught more often than he should, wrong side of his marker. And that's when we're in the duty. I mean, I think for the goal, I think, I mean, I know it's Danassi and it was jumping to try to get in front of Mitrovic for, to stop the goal, but it wasn't really his marker. He had to come off his um, wing back to try and get the header in on Mitrovic, who NCR should be marking. So he was he was off his man there. So I don't blame Danassian for that for that goal because um, it should have been Toto. Yeah, it should have been. How did Ollie Hawkins play for you though, Johnny? Because obviously you know big big, big he, today. He he played as well as as a solo man up front, which is not getting much support. Um, can play. He got a few flick ons. Um, but Ed's, at that time, Edwards was too deep um, to get forward onto them. He done. He's obviously going to do more than what Norwood done because Norwood um, wasn't on the pitch um, long enough for me. Um, and a lot of people say, "Well, Norwood, he just stood there. He didn't look interested. He was just he was not running around. He was just standing there." But you don't know what they're being told, do you? You know, they're being so. Lambert said, "Get up there, hold your position. Do not come back into midfield. There's enough in midfield. Do not get pulled out wide, or we will have nothing in the middle." He's probably told to get up up front, get in the middle, and stay there, yeah. and chase it when it comes near you. Don't go running for it, and that, and that's what the lone striker should do. He should not move from that centre half. This marking him, he shouldn't move, and unless it's like in between two centre halves and putting and making himself space. It's um, it's just a little bit of knowledge of the game. People go, well, he's not doing anything. The ball was like two metres away from him, and he didn't run for it. Well, it's it's not his job to. It's you know, it's the five mid or have midfielders you. You've got to go and to do that job. So yeah. I don't blame Norwood or Hawkins. I think Hawkins done all right and he's not really played many minutes. So I'm, I'm not going to judge him at the moment. I think what we can take out tonight's game is the, is the things that we definitely know and the positives out of it, if you can call it a positive. And it's definitely that we know that Ward is well ahead of Kenlock. Yeah. Well, that's 
definitely yeah. the case. And obviously, you, you say we, we, we can't judge. I've got a few comments here regarding Alan Judge. I've got Rob Davies, a wise man, once said Judge couldn't cross the Orwell Bridge. And then Eric, <laughs> and then Eric Clacton, are we really in a position to judge? <laughs> how, how, how do you judge Alan, Alan Judge's performance this evening, uh, Johnny? Um, he didn't really have one, did he? <laughs> no, not particularly. Let's be honest. He didn't change the game the way we thought. You were it's, the frustra- it's the frustrating thing. These are the players, these experienced players, you know, they've been about, they've got the mouth about them, they've got plenty of chat on the field, you know, they're quick to mouth down a young player when they don't pass the ball to them and all they don't put it where they want it or where they point it. But when these guys come on, you expect them to grab the game by the balls and just and hike it up. And judge for me, he just I don't think he's done enough since he's been here. And I, you know, I'm one of his biggest biggest critics. I mean, I love the bloke, and he's obviously very talented. But even 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 the fans from Brentford, they said he's not been the same ever since his injury. Yeah. When when Haim cropped him, and, and they said, you know, he's a great player, and we love him, but I hope he can kick on at your place. But he hasn't, has he? No, he really hasn't. But another player who is in between the the, the gaps of the squad, if you like, Steve. Uh, Mark raises it here. Well, where was El Muzani this evening? Loan. Yeah, he's going to go out on loan, isn't he? Um, it would have been nice to see him with Dobra, maybe as well. Uh, both very, very good players. I can see Dobra stay in, maybe, but I think Mazzoni, I think he'll go out on loan. Yeah, um, I think with Amagavin. Yeah, he, they're gonna they're gonna struggle for game time this season. Realistically, I mean, the midfield's doing all right, so um, there's no place for for. It's a shame, really. There's no place for them in the midfield right now. Yeah, absolutely. A few comments on Facebook. I've got Lee Brown. I think Martin Lambert is ahead of Miles Kenlock. Uh, <laughs> cheers, Lee. I appreciate oh, the Miles Kenlock. I'm Get sure. The com- yeah, I'm sure there's a compliment in there somewhere, Lee. But I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, Adam was frustrating watching Cornell launch the ball long when Dozel or Andre was calling for the ball short at, uh, at all the time. Johnny, before you go, and we, we really appreciate you coming on, my, my friend. It's really good to, to have you on again. And obviously, last night, not a great performance for your guys. Stowe against Needham. Um, yeah. Tough team. Yeah, really tough team. Ben Folks, another good striker, young striker who run the game, didn't he? Yeah, to, to, two tiers above Stowe. And I, I, I know that's where we aspire to be, but um, they kind of showed the, the class difference there a little bit. But um, you know, never mind. Go for no. the league again. Absolutely. Well, before you do go, who is scoring our goals this season? Do you sell Caden Jackson? Uh, I mean, I said in the comments in the first half that, you know, if if we got two million or two and a half million for Jackson, I'd sell him. I'd sell him. I don't think people say he's pacey. I don't really think he shows that much pace. I actually think probably Edwards covers the grass just as fast as what Jackson does when he's on a run. Um, if he's going to play the system with all the midfields, midfielders like he said he's going to, and there's only got the room for one, um, is Jackson the sort of player that is going to be the one that's up front holding the ball up? You know, we need a we need a Murphy type player, I think. Don't want to rattle on about Murphy and people. They're probably hoping that you know Hawkins was going to be that. He's not. He's not. So um, if if we can move if we can move Jackson on for a substantial amount of money and then bring in a player. You know, like of like awards experience up up top or another or a centre half cover, then I reckon we should use the wages for that. Absolutely. Cheers, Johnny. Neil, what would you do? Would who's scoring our goals? Nolan at the moment. Oh, be a <laughs> pack it in. I'm not even in that whole show. On, Neil. 
<laughs> no, it's, it's a genuine question from Crunchy. He's raised it. Who is scoring our goals? If, if Jackson's gone, because let's face it, we, we've, we've played with that him already so far. You've got Drinnen, who for me couldn't hit a barn door of a machine gun. You've got Norwood. That's it. I think is, uh, Norwood is and Edwards. Edwards will get a few this year. And of course, yeah, Kolsky's, obviously. No. What is adding to his one? Well, it's two, and he's got steady on now. Oh, no. Oh, sorry. No. <laughs> I, I, old. I, I almost, need, almost need two hands to count his goals. <laughs> Bill Old says, um, we let Harrison go and Hawkins couldn't get ahead of Harrison. And now we rely on Hawkins. John Fleming, Jackson's good for this league. Wide right would not sell. Mine, but, is, is Jackson being considered to go because Lambert doesn't actually consider he can do it on his own job? And he's not a, a say a Sears, play out the left and cut in. He needs to be in, say, a 4-4-2 with uh, Norwood or Hawkins, someone like that. And that's obviously not the way we're playing or not well, looking like playing. So where does Jackson actually fit in our team? I'll tell you where Jackson fits in our team. Up the front. And and you know what you do as a manager when you've got a player like Caden Jackson? Who's quite clearly good enough for League One, probably maybe slightly a cut above a lot of a lot of players in League One. You find a way to play him. You find a way to to, to get him in that team. And Norwood and Edwards, all those exciting players. Alex Ferguson found a way to get Dwight York, Andy Cole, David Beckham, Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, the creme de la creme in the same side. He didn't say, "Well, you know, you can only play one because you've got to play Beck's here and Scholes here and Nicky Butt here and." No, you found a way, and that's what Paul Lambert's paid to do. I'm afraid. I'm, you know, as, as Mine, you know, I'm his biggest can, fan. But you can, can I be afraid to tell you one thing? Go for it. And players are good enough to pretty much play anywhere. Hey, no, no, no. You've you've, you've got to look at look at the stock you've got. Caden Jackson is good enough to to play out wide left as an inside so forward. Or basically, unlike He's how we play today, because Jackson sure, would yeah. Jackson would have been flapping his arms around. He would not have been interested today if he was there. Because he would have chased people down, nothing would have happened, and yeah, nothing. I don't uh, know. What have we got to do? Have we got to push our team forward? Say, don't sit as deep as we did today. Do more of a press. Play higher up. More of a press. But then a player like Jackson does that because Jackson's pace scares teams. It makes them drop five I don't know, to ten yards they always had, deep. It does. They they always had two three players on on each one of our players. So. You do that to Jackson, and the, the defence, you launch a ball up to him, as we always do, being a, you know an on-the-floor sort of player. We, of course, you know lump it long to him. And, uh, yeah, they'll just header it away. Uh, Rob Davies, we appreciate you getting involved, my friend. Don't kid ourselves. Jackson goes, we will get, at best, a signing from way down. Keep him more style. Cheap. No way replace him the same standard. Uh, we have got a salary cap issue, as Sterling DGS points out. We sell Jackson. I don't see us reinvesting. Just the wage cap, just profit for Evans. The wage cap is an interesting one, Steve, because it makes selling players such as Flynn Downs and Caden Jackson pointless because they're well, Flynn Downs' case, he doesn't count against the cap currently. He's not, mm. not old enough. And Caden Jackson, you're not going to replace a player of his of his caliber with a player on his wages, which is what are currently counting against the cap. So yeah. do you 
have to sell Caden Jackson, even with this whole 12 months with an option of a year, because you've still got two years effectively or mm. two and a half windows to sell him. So do you have to sell him? Do you absolutely have to? I don't think you have to sell him. Um, and like you say, he does go. We're not going to get a person who can get us the sort of goals that Jackson can. He works better with another striker alongside him. Him and Norwood worked really, really well together last year. Um, and like you said, find a way to play him. There's formations out there where you can incorporate most of them anyway, or all of them. Um, you don't have to play for you know, four four three, whatever. You don't play four four two. You know, four three three. Sorry, not four four three. Um, you can do that if you like. Just get an extra person. Why not? No, no goalie. No goalie. <laughs> no, goal. no, no goal. Four four two for me is probably our best formation. If you look at the personnel, the only person holding us back from that necessarily is maybe. Alan Judge, because if you played a four four two, you'd have Edwards. Edwards on no. the right. Go for it. We don't. We just don't play Alan Judge. Problem solved. Well, this is what I was going to say to you. I mean, would you, I mean is that the only problem? Uh, I say problem. I mean, is that the only reason a four four two doesn't work at Town because you haven't really got an out and out pacey left winger the way you have on the right? You got Lancaster. You could play him Basically. right and Edwards left. Yeah. Isn't Edwards left? Doesn't he prefer left? Apparently so, but he can play both. I've never seen him play that well left. No, he came on on Sunday on the right, didn't he? Um, He's right foot, so he'd be, say, an inside winger, wouldn't he? Yeah. See, Mark's right. Arguably, you played a formation that suits the majority of your better players available. You know, I, I, I mean, I know it wasn't quite this level, Neil, but I never cried about having Will and Ben. And how do I fit them both? I just fit. I just fitted them both in the team. You know, you you find a way. And for those at home that don't know, me and Neil used to play in the same team. I used to manage the team that Neil played in, and Will and Ben were two of my strikers. You just found a way, didn't we? We found a way to play our better players. But didn't we just play four four two? Well, yeah, because well, <laughs> then you got two strikers, and you just the problem is four four two seems an out of favour formation these days. They like the numbers in midfield, just, you know, nullify a game, job done. Fair enough. I mean, it, I mean, you can't argue with that. Have we got the two midfielders for a four-four-two, Steve? No. Um, I don't know. I mean, Dazelle could do it well, I reckon. Hughes, mm-hmm. if Downs does go, when Downs does go, probably. Um, I think we would have. Is that would. Johnny? Is that Johnny? That just came on. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. And now I'm putting two, two, two and two together. Anyway, uh, Emerson Fairweather. Jackson would play instead of Judge for me. That's a fair shout. I think Jackson out wide on the left is good. I mean, I like Alan Judge. I think he can bring something to the to the table. I just prefer him behind a striker as opposed Jack, to... Jackson, for me, if you put the ball over the top and you're, you've got the defence running towards their own goal and they're panicking, that's when Jackson's good. Yeah. When you play the ball out wide to him and he's getting hounded by, de- you know, midfielders, defenders, and he's got to do that perfect touch out wide, he just doesn't. No. I, I just, and has he got a cross? No. Just there's so many things that you would love him to play out there just so he's in the team, but he's just not good enough for that position. Yeah, I mean Jackson's strength is his straight line speed isn't it it's the yeah. it's the it's the threat he poses to center halves that are perhaps on the the wrong side of the, of their career carrying an injury maybe not quite as fast or have never been as fast 
And there's always the threat in the back of their mind that makes them play two or three yards further deep than they have to, which then obviously springs off side traps. It brings other players in and it, it pins opposition back because it makes them, they can't, they can't come and stay right. Center halves on the halfway line, two fullbacks further forward because they can't run that risk of Jackson getting in behind, can they? No. Which is what he brings. And pace is something we lack. So why would we want to sell our only real straight line speed player? It makes no yeah, sense. So we'll keep them. But we're going So we to. can see the exhilarating football we did tonight. Uh, Waters, Tyree Simpson, top scorer for me. Well, on this on this current basis, mate, you could play one game, score four goals, and you know he'd already be top goal scorer because Drinnen's had three chances and and got one, and it, it goes on. Cruncher, agree with Neil. Judge shouldn't be in the team. Legs have gone. Ship him out. Yeah, but who's going to take him? He's an age a... now, isn't he? He's an older player. He's got an injury. No one's really going to take him. And if he does get, or whoever does take him, if anyone does take him, he won't get first team football. How much no, would it cost to pay them off? Do you just pay their wages off? You do, you do. Cruncher, so whether you, go on. Whether you pay off his wages now or let him stay here and pay his wages off, what's the difference? Same amount's going out. Just get him yeah. out of the way. I mean, you don't have to play a four-four-two. You can play a three-five-two. You know, you and I know people will go, "Oh no, we played that last year." But you have got the numbers in in the centre of defence to play a three which then you could play Edwards as a, as a right winger, straight wing back. Because in a three, you're not asking him to defend a lot. You're just asking him to be a, a, a body that can cover. It keeps the two up front. I mean, I've got a picture upstairs of George Burley's Ipswich Town playing 3-5-2. Venus, Mowbray, McGrill, three, you know, three defenders. Clapham, left wing back. You had Gary Croft or Fabian at right wing back. Like you, there, there are formations in the playbook, as I'm sure Daniel, being a great manager himself, will tell you. It's not just 4-4-2, but I do agree with MW's point here, which is why I bring that up, that 4-4-2 perhaps wouldn't work at our club because we don't have the midfielders for it. We don't have the Holland and Majil, and we have, a, 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 well, I'm not going to say names. We just have people, which is a fair point. Sharon Guest, welcome to the, the live stream. To do well in League One, we have to score at least 70 goals. Leighton scored 90. Oh, well, well, uh, Sharon, you just depressed me. We, we can't score seven at this point, let alone 70. Um, can you, where, where do you see 70 goals coming from, guys? Uh, if you hmm. think both strikers score 10, Freddie that, says. Leaves, that leaves 50 goals, right? From elsewhere in the team. No, I think it's a very good point, Sharon. I really love that you brought it up. If you've got, let's say Hawkins scores 10 and Norwood scores 10, that's 50 goals you've got to find. Where in this team are you finding 50 goals? You might find the odd one chips in from corners, set pieces, that sort of thing. Chambo is right. pretty good at popping up with the header every now and then. Um, the likes of Nolan. Edwards. Bloody Nolan. <laughs> um, <laughs> Edwards, I think Sears possibly one or two. Um, if Drinnen can shoot, maybe him. Sears free kicks. Just keep him away from free kicks. Yes, you did tweet that forever. Didn't you? Oh, it was you awful. It, yeah, well, I think Sharon's really highlighted the stark difficulty of this of this club because she's right. Sharon is right. You you, you have to score seventy goals. Luton scored ninety. If you sell Jackson, you, you've, you, you've got less chance of scoring. But mine, on this on the performance we saw tonight, I know most of League One isn't going to play quite the same way as what 
we saw from Fulham. But if you're going out and getting one nils here and there, why do you need 70 goals? You just need because one nil wins all the way through. Job done. Because we sat... We remember we started the Talking Town podcast a year ago, me, you and Robbie Neal, and we sat there and we were saying the exact same things. We were winning 1-0, weren't playing well, but we're winning 1-0. Why do you need to score 70 goals? The issue happens when you suddenly start conceding goals, right, Steve? When you're not winning 1-0, you're drawing 1-1 because you can't get a second, which is arguably what our huge issue last year was, right? Yeah, I and remember thinking changed. that when we were 1-0 up last time out. Obviously, Bishop put us ahead, and I was thinking, okay, it's getting a bit nervy. We need that killer second. Obviously, luckily, Edwards popped up. But um, Obi had two chances before that, didn't he? Yeah. So that's one thing that Town seemed to struggle with is getting that killer second and finishing off the game. You know, if we one nil, I think the commentator said it. One nil is a nervy scoreline. Um, it's a horrible scoreline. It really is. I hate being one. I mean, I, I don't know really being one nil down, but I hate being one nil up because one goal can change everything. And they need to find that killer second. Yeah, absolutely. So I think we're done for this evening. I've really enjoyed both of your companies, guys and, and girls, uh, everybody. Let us know on Twitter, at HDR Martin, at Neil Moles, Steve, at Steve65462. Let us know where you see those 50-odd goals coming from. And uh, I will drop the best ones in the podcast on Sunday. This Sunday, 1.30, Talking Town with myself, the cruncher and the media mogul, Matt Phillips, who had a beer at halftime and hasn't been seen since. So uh, he's, 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 how many he's got through now, we just do not know. Um, Fox in the box, up yawns. Oh, Foxy, I love you. I love you, but not now. Um, but yeah, so let us know where those 50 goals are coming from because I can't see it. Steve can't see it. And and as someone on Facebook that said, Neil, wake up, mate. <laughs> no, I meant I mean I think he meant I think he meant your opinion was um, you know, wrong. But there we go, we're done. Any final words before we What on Nolan? Nolan's yeah. getting all the goals. I ignored that. Do you see how I expertly ignored that? Just like let that wash. I couldn't. Just that wash. That's because right it's a brilliant over. joke, because it's not gonna happen. Norwood's, uh, Norwood. Nolan is likely to score goals as skews. Yeah. You what, if Nolan scores double figures this year, I will do something mad. All right. I will open this. I will open. No, no. Honestly, if Nolan scores in league, this is in the league. If Nolan scores double figures, I will open it up to the guys that have subscribed to the YouTube channel to set a forfeit and I'll just do it. But I'm not getting me tackle out because. Nine, nine foot of is um, <laughs> not a, it's not a not, good look. Not everyone has a magnifying glass. <laughs> On that bombshell, we are done and we are dusted. Um, yeah, for now, for, for yeah, I don't want to say anymore. See you later, guys.